Welcome to the Restaurant Podcast. Today we're joined by Mark Bevan, the owner of Borough Market's Roast. He has made the difficult decision to hold off opening his first floor restaurant because he thinks a lack of both tourists and office workers in the area will make it tough to break even. Well, thanks very much for, for, for joining us, uh, Mark. Are you at the restaurant or are you somewhere else today? No, today, Joe, uh, first you say hi, hope you're well. But um, we're, um, I'm working from home today at my office at home. Um, we're trying to put some uh, numbers together and some looking at strategies of how we're going to open and what we're going to do when we open. So, no, I'm in Essex today. So obviously, sadly, roast hasn't opened yet. What 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 is your your sort of thinking behind that? Well, there's a there's there's a, there's a couple of decisions that we came to for that. One was the location being as a those at no roast. It's a first floor location in Borough Market, and um, it, it comes with its own challenges being a first floor location. So it's um, it's not always the easiest to to fill up, and it's a very big restaurant. It's not you know we're 140 covers. And, and the rents and rates and everything are set up that. So the level of uh, uh, business we need to achieve what we need to achieve is around about 170,000 a month minimum just to break even barely. And um, we just don't feel when we monitor it. In fact, we've had cameras put into uh, Roast as well, looking down on the market in several locations. Um, so we can dial in any time, day or night, and we're recording it to show the footfall in Roast and show what there is. And it's not good in borough market at the moment. I mean, you know, the, the, the footfall must be down, I would say, at least, at the minimum, 80%, I would say. <laughs> we need to retain cash to move forward, and we just don't want to make any losses. And bearing in mind the tourism industry has collapsed, and the office industry is just not there at the moment. They're the two biggest sectors of supply side business, so we just don't feel it's the right time for us. What sort of signals are you looking for to reopen? Would it, would it be the markets? being busier would it be knowing that some of your regulars might have returned to their office what what, what sort of what what signs are you, are you looking for uh we're looking for both joe to be honest we're looking for the market to be a lot busier um, we don't think tourism will come back till next year so we can't look at that at the moment we're going to have to move on at some point without that but we certainly need the offices to be back and we need the market to be busier in some way shape or form but um, having listened to a really good interview you've done with ranjit from uh, mazara zone a couple of weeks ago i agree with a lot of what he said and we need to, we're going to have to go back to strategy and pick our opening times and, um, and work to our strength. So whether that means we won't open on a Monday or Tuesday or maybe we only open Wednesday evenings or this is the sort of things we're looking at every day with me and my team around me to maximise our chance of success going forward. I mean, how painful at the moment is it to stand still, uh, as it were? And, and I guess a linked question, how supportive has your landlord been? Presumably that's, that's by our markets. Let's start with the landlord. Um, we're in negotiations with them at the moment. That's something I can probably come back to and answer you in, a, in about two weeks, a month's time. I mean, they've been okay up till now, yeah. um, but we, we haven't got to the clutch of the matter yet. Um, obviously, you know, they, they, they have been supportive up to this point, but we need a lot more support going forward. And we would like to do turnover rents, and I think there's a lot of companies doing that. But whether we can achieve that with the landlord, I don't know. But we need to find a way for them and us to get through. So at this moment, yeah, we're okay with them. But obviously, uh, uh, it'd be nicer if we can get a little bit further down the line and a bit more support. And in terms of sort of st- standing still, which I guess is what you're effectively doing with, with, with presumably nearly all of your staff on, on, on furlough. Well, we, we had to uh, sadly lose quite a lot of staff, uh, Joe, because... Um, we we had to make them done that because going forward we just could not maintain we knew that from day one 
coming back, that kind of stuff. We had some IT staff at most, and you know, you just couldn't maintain that. So we've kept a, a nucleus of staff and we've uh, tried to do the best we can, and we hope to bring more staff back in the future. I'm oh, um, really sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's this, this, you know, it, you know, so we, it's just a dreadful, horrible scenario when you have to tell people that. You know, it's just coronavirus. It's just this this whole pandemic has just caused disaster. It's just terrible people's lives. And as regards going, for how are we getting on standing still? It's an it's an absolute disaster. It's just you know I've been working since I was 14 years of age, and I've always been someone who works at least six days a week, and a lot of times seven. So I've been a bit like a caged animal, to be honest, not being able to get in. And no one is more pumped up to get back to work and get this thing moving again. And, so, uh, and I would guess that at the, at the very latest you, you would open would be when furlough comes to an end, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, no, we, 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 we're looking at the moment. We are trying to come up with that. And at the moment, my gut feel is we'll be going on um, beginning to second, maybe at the worst third week of September. That's where we feel. The market, borough market have come up with a, um, a Presto dining experience, which we feel just basically kills us for the next month because you know we're not gonna we're not gonna get people coming up to Roche when there's no outside area in the summer. And how you, you, you sort of hinted earlier on in our conversation, but for people that don't know, Roast is is a restaurant that opens early in the morning and closes late at night, trades right through the day. What what changes uh, operationally do you envisage making it, it, it in order to make roast sort of suitable for this new trading environment where, where customers are probably going to be a bit limited well i i think you know i think which in, in a lot of that we're just going to have to sort of um see how we play it out when we come back but i certainly don't think we'll i certainly as i said earlier i think roast will probably not be opening this year monday and tuesday i've got a feeling uh, hopefully the market will be there and we will. I think the, the breakfast market Monday and Tuesday is probably not going to be strong enough to uh, support the outgoing, so I think we'll have to drop them. And um, and I think we'll have to start looking at night at our booking system and, and if restaurant is not busy enough, I think we'll have to close it earlier than we normally do. So operationally, we're going to be watching every hour, every pound and every, you know, we, we spend. So... I think operationally we've scaled back. We're going for people. We've kept a lot of people that've got a, quite a flexible skill level, as in they can work in the bar a bit. They've worked on the floor. They've worked in it, so we can move people around in roles in, in, in the restaurant. And I think that's the way um, we'll be looking in the future. We're looking for more multi-skilled people. Sure. Well, that 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 does make a lot of sense. You um, b- before I started re- recording, you were sort of talking about the the ownership of of, of roast and, and how the situation was perhaps a little bit different f- for you than than some other restaurateurs because it is it is wholly owned by by yourself and you, you don't really have any backers as, as such. You know, we took over roast um, <laughs> bad timing, but we took over roast in charity myself and solely myself in November. We, we found it very di- difficult to run the cash flow because we don't have a backing of a, 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 a hedge fund or investors at this moment, although we are talking to people about uh, some new projects going forward. This was conversation was having. So we are we are probably having to be even more careful what we're doing and making our cash last. And uh, it might sound strange to say some others, but they've probably got a more financial back and a little bit more comfort than we have. But um, at the same time, it is what it is, and we'll we'll get on with it, and I'm sure we'll get through, and we'll 
we just make us more determined to be careful of what we spend and make sure our balance sheet balances. Obviously, this 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 um, pandemic has had a, has, a, has had a terrible effect on the restaurant industry over the last few months. Sort of thinking more long term. I mean, what what's your you've been in restaurants for for a while. What's how do you think this pandemic is going to change the the restaurant world? It's funny. I was having a conversation earlier this morning, Joe, with somebody, and it sounds a bit of a flippant remark, but um, you know. I think um, I think a lot of investors and a lot of restaurateurs now are going to go into it because, and a lot of them are realising that actually these restaurants have to make money. They have to be able to stand on their two feet. There was too many restaurants, and you know, I'm not going to go in that I know of that were basically always teetering on the knife edge of, you know, administration and these restaurants that got into, you know, administration a couple of times. Those was one by the former regime, and um, you know. I think people are going to be looking at this a lot closer now, what they're going to spend. I think the days of restaurants spending five and eight million pounds, really, there's not going to be many people doing that anymore. And for those who don't know, I mean, Roast obviously is, is a very well-known restaurant. It's been on the, 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 the dining scene in London for, for some time. Can, can you just talk us through the, the, the history of it and, and also its, um, I, don't, I don't want to use the word concept, but sort of the, the angle in terms of the, the, the food offer? Yeah, well, it's a very traditional British food offer. It's, um, you know, for those who've been there, I believe you've been there, Joe. Um, yeah, have, yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's a very traditional British food offer. It's very simple food, if you want, I believe, done very, very well. Um, we use very good ingredients. We use a lot of locally sourced ingredients. Uh, and we try to and we try to give people an experience on a service level, which is probably above what we charge, if I'm honest. And um, it's a concept that runs, as you said, from 7 in the morning serving breakfast uh, and there's no, and, and I still say this, you know, it's one of the best breakfasts in London, certainly in the top three, I think. And then we do a, a lunch and a dinner, and we're famous for our Sunday roast. I mean, before the uh, before the uh, this all came in, the coronavirus, our Sunday lunchtime, we would have bookings for months in advance, and, and we we couldn't get any more people in the door. You know, it's very famous for that. And Mark, you had quite an interesting route into the restaurant industry. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's at Nobu. Um, with Kurt Stazar, who you oh, probably yeah, know yeah, as well. Kurt, who's yeah. famous. Kurt is a very good friend of mine, very yeah. old friend of mine, and someone that I have a lot of time for. Uh, I learned a lot from Kurt. Um, we are, we've done ping pong together. We established that brand together. Yeah. Uh, and um, we did that, and I worked on a couple of projects with Kurt over the years, and I've you know, worked with him a lot within the last few years and doing my own stuff. But originally, my background was in the, was in the building sector. And um, I've... I worked with uh, with, with Kurt on Noble Barclay at the time and other projects, and and then I started to understand how restaurants ran. And I kind of I like I used to have a, a sort of some people say a unique skill base because not only did I end up understand how a restaurant runs, I understand how I used to understand how to build information. And I used to combine the two things, and it used to result in building them a bit cheaper and building them a bit quicker and being able to advise on both sides of the fence, if you like. Yeah, so that's how I got into it. And then I just found myself more attracted to the restaurant side and and, um, and just moved on from there and started helping people develop concepts and problems with their businesses. And <clears throat> it rolled on from there. And I went to Roast on a consultancy basis. And when they got into financial trouble, I knew it was a good business. And I just knew that it had the potential to make money. 
if it was running the right way, and I took it on. As someone that is a, is a builder by by trade, you, you mentioned earlier that obviously people these days, or, or certainly did, spend sickening amounts on restaurant builds. What, what do you think people get wrong in terms of building restaurants? Well, one of the first things, and, and again, I, 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 I sound again like I'm probably doing a, 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 a piece for Kurt, but one of the things that myself and Kurt worked out very quickly was that having... Um, too many consultants sitting around the table all taking eight and ten thousand pounds on a project before you start you know uh, it wasn't a very good start and, and and so basically we when we did ping pong we was building them at such if you go back in the history of ping pong at such a rate of knots and we was building them at such a great value even at the time i remember the bank used to say are you sure you're building for this and we used to say yeah but we never paid all the consultants i used to deal with the other we just had me an architect and a conscience about and that was it no one else and it was just my knowledge from that so it went on from that for a few years and um you know i just people used to say we we used to help people with building projects and sometimes we'd take them on a you know regularly on a million pound or what, two million pounds or three million pounds, but we'd save them 20%. And I'm sure you're, you're just thinking about the short and medium term at the moment, but what, what, what are your long-term plans for the for the roast brand? Funny enough, we was going to be um, refurbishing this generally, but that's actually put on hold, obviously, at the moment. We was going to slightly change the design of roast and try and attract a slightly younger market as well um, to try and appeal to both, and we're looking at several schemes. One of the things with roast, what we were very aware of, going back to your question earlier, you know, roast in its time really it was so innovative at its start it lost its way and the, the concept should have been pushed on into other areas and i mean into other locations and other countries and other bits and bobs but it was never done and we've lost a bit of uh, a bit of the uh, running now with a lot of concepts but we're going to get that back we've got things going on behind the scenes and talks with many people about how we can take roast forward into other countries and there's serious discussion still going on even through this and you know so we, we we will get everyone back to work soon as many as we can and hopefully after that we'll be bringing other people and asking them to come back with a labor so yeah i'm confident i'm very confident oh. you know. well it's not going to be easy no <laughs> you know but, no. but i'm confident well, well well mark thank you thank you very much for, for joining us and, and best of luck with, with with the business going forward well i appreciate your time joe and let's look forward to seeing each other soon for a glass of wine i think